that was given for the year 2017 that we need to grab a hold of. Come on, say amen, somebody. Some of you are familiar with Jerry Savelle. Amen. Well, the latter part of last year, the devil attacked his body. He went in for a simple operation to unclog some plaque that was uh, from, his, from a vein that was going to his brain. And during the operation, it was supposed to be going out, been out for two days, out just two days. But during the operation, he had a stroke. <laughs> Amen. And because they found out the stroke was the cause of the plaque, or the, the, the blockage of the blood going to his brain. Amen. But it had gotten so bad that he couldn't even remember his family and could not remember one scripture. Come on. That means the devil was trying to erase 47 years of ministry. Come on. Say amen, somebody. I don't know about you, but that would be devastating for any minister. 47 years, you wake up one day and you can't remember one scripture, can't remember your family's name. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. They ask, you know, they ask the doctor about his daughter in front of me. And I'm, one of them, I think her name was Terry. I'm not sure. Yeah, Terry. And <laughs> he said, you know who she is? He said, no. And she got in his face, I'm your firstborn. <laughs> she said, he said, did he ask her again? He said, Terry Obama. <laughs> that's what he said. He said, I said, Terry Obama. Because he said, he said, that's the only thing I can remember. <laughs> he said, I guess what I, he said, he said, he, he laughed. He said, he said, I guess I, I knew, only thing I remember, Obama's getting ready to get out of office. So, <laughs> so he said, Terry Obama. Then he asked for his other daughter. He, she, he said her name in Obama. Amen. But he couldn't remember not one scripture, but God miraculously healed him. Come on, he couldn't move his arm. He got his arm movement back. Come on, say amen, somebody. He went into his garage of toys. He couldn't know, he didn't even remember how to start any of his toys. <laughs> amen. But he stayed in that garage until he could start every one of them. Come on, amen. Glory to God. And he said, the only thing he remembered is scripture. But the Bible says, my memory is blessed. He didn't know where it was at, but he said, I remember, my memory is blessed. And I start confessing, my memory is blessed. My memory is blessed. He said, his memory start coming back. Come on, say amen, somebody. Amen. God is God. Come on, he's preaching the gospel. Come on, say amen, somebody. But turn to Proverbs 29, 18. Proverbs 29, verse 18. It reads, where there is no vision, the people what? Perish. But he that what? Keep it along. Amen. Happy is he. Well, I'm going to read it from God's Word translation. I don't know if they have it up. Okay. It says, without what? Prophetic vision, people run what? Wild. But blessed are those who what? Follow God's teaching. Let's read from one more translation. New Century Version reads, Where there is no word from God, people are what? Uncontrolled. But those who obey what they have been taught are what? Are what? Do I have any happy folk in here? Yeah. Be careful. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. What is it saying here? It's saying you need a prophetic word from God. Let me say it again. You need a what? Prophetic word from God. Another translation reads, without a prophetic word from God, the people wander aimlessly. Are you with me out here? Come on. You need a prophetic word from God that inspires you. Come on. That motivates you. You need something that you can hold fast to and create a vision on the inside of you. You need a what? A prophetic word from God. Turn to Rebecca chapter 2 verse 2. Somebody say, I need, I need a prophetic, prophetic 
word from God. Come on, something that motivates you, something that inspires you, something you can hold fast to, something that creates a vision on the inside of you. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. And the Lord answered me and said, do what? Write the vision and do what? Make it plain upon tables that he may what? Run that read of it. For the vision is yet for what? An appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and, it sh- and not lie, though it what? Tarry, wait for it, because it will what? It will surely come, it will not what? Tarry or will not wait. Come on, it says write the what? Write the what? You have to make sure you have these prophecies that we've been going over every Sunday. And the prophecy I'm about to give you today, you got to make sure these prophecies are written down. And you keep them in front of your face. Let me say it, say it again. Keep them what? Written down and keep them what? In front of your face. If you will do this, it will come to pass for you every year. But most people, they drop the prophecy, don't even say it or even put it before their face throughout the entire year. Then at the end of the year, they wonder what happened. You didn't keep it before your face. Oh, come on. Say amen, somebody. See, God honors his word when you stand on his word. Come on, tell your neighbor, God honors his word when you stand on his word. And see, most of the time, the Lord would give him a word, talking about Jerry Savelle, for the upcoming year. He used to give give it to him in October. But this year, he received it in November because of the, the attack on his body. And the Lord led him to Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 3. Turn there. Deuteronomy. My name's in the Bible. Deuteron. Oh, my. (laughs) So my name is scriptural. (laughs) Chanel. That's for you. (laughs) Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 3. Now, in this chapter, Moses reminds the children of Israel about all the great miracles God did for them, did for them in bringing them out of Egypt, come on, amen, into the, into the what? Promised land. But he's reminding them of all the great miracles God did for them. So look at verse 3. It says, in his what? Miracles and his what? Acts what he did in the midst of Egypt unto Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and unto what? All his land. And what he did unto the what? Army of Egypt, unto their horses, unto their chariots. How he made the water of the sea to overflow them as they pursued after you. And how the Lord has destroyed them unto this day. And what he did unto you in the wilderness until you came into this place. And what he did to Dathan and Abraham and the the sons of Eliab and the sons of Reuben, how the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up and their households and their tents and all the substance that was in their possessions in the midst of all Israel. He said, but your eyes have what? But your eyes have what? Seen all the great acts of the Lord, which he what? Which he what? Which he did. So he's reminding them. Of all the great acts of the Lord, amen, the Lord did for them by what? Bringing them out of what? Egypt. Now, later down, look at verse 21 in Deuteronomy eleven twenty-one. He tells them of the tremendous prosperity that they will receive if they stay obedient to his word and if they will allow it to remain first place in their lives. Let me say it again. He tells them of the what? Tremendous prosperity they will receive if they stay obedient to his word and they what? And they will allow it to become what? Or remain first place in their lives. Somebody say first place. Now, some of you need to write this down if you're taking notes. There are three primary ways to make sure you're obedient to God's words and you keep it first place in your life. There are three primary ways to make sure we're obedient to God's words and keep it first place in our lives. Number one, let your hearts be filled with God's word. Let your what? Hearts be what? Filled with God's word. Number two, let your eyes be fixed on God's word. Keep it before your what? Eyes. 
And number three, let your mouth speak God's words. And I'm going to give you everybody a test in here when you're going out that door that didn't write this down. I'm going to see how good your memory is. Come on, say amen, somebody. So it says in verse 21, that your days may be, what? Multiplied and the days of your what? Are y'all here? And the days of your what? Children. And the land which the Lord what? Swear to your fathers to give them as the days of what? Heaven upon the earth. It says, may your days be what? Multiply. Come on, that's long life. And the days of your children be what? Multiply. That's long life for your children. Now, the English Standard Version reads it this way. That your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers to give them as long as the heavens are above the earth. And a New Living Translation reads it this way. So that as long as the sky remains above the earth, you and your children may flourish in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors. Let me say it again. So that as long as the sky remains above the earth, is the sky above the earth? You and your what? Children may what? Somebody say flourish. Come on, somebody say flourish again. Come on, say flourish like you mean it. You may flourish in the land. The Lord swore to what? Give your ancestors. There are two major promises here. Number one, it says, your days will be extended or multiplied. Your days will be what? Extended or multiplied. See, that's for those who are battling sickness and disease in here. Come on, say amen, somebody. In other words, I should lay hold to this because why? God promised to extend my days. God promises to extend my days. And number two here, the other promise here, the second promise is, we see here that is that, is that you and your children. <coughs> you and your children. I guess, I guess. Nobody got no children here. Me and my children. Because y'all act like y'all ain't got no children in here. <laughs> Amen. You and your children shall flourish. So this is the word that he received for 2017. Which coincides with Kenneth prophecy. And it is 2017. The faithful shall flourish, and it shall be like days of heaven on earth. Oh, you hear what I just said? I'm my basheke. Come on. 2017, the faithful shall flourish, and it shall be like days of heaven on earth. Let me say it one more time for the Holy Ghost. 2017, the faithful shall flourish, and it shall be like days of heaven. Somebody say, I receive that right now. Come on, say, I receive that right now. Say, I'm ministering, you know, somebody, why don't I minister on Sunday? I'm ministering to you because, you know, usually your Wednesday crowd is your faithful crowd. I mean, those that come on Sunday and Wednesday, come on, say amen, somebody. They're usually the faith ones. They're the ones that's really hungry for the word. Come on, say amen, somebody. And they're willing to press their way at any cost. So this word is for everyone, but especially for you. Somebody say, I take it, 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 I take it. Hallelujah. Now, here's some definitions of the word flourish. There's 10 of them. The word flourish means to strive, to increase, to enlarge, to grow, to be prosperous, to abound, to spread out, to expand. 
to make steady progress. I like the last one, to be at a high point in one's life. It means to what? Strive, to increase, to enlarge, to grow, to be prosperous, to abound, to spread out, to expand, to make steady progress, to be at a what? High point in one's life. Now, what you need to do this year is set goals that line up with the word that you receive from the Lord. Say it again. You need to do what? Set goals that line up with the word that you receive from the Lord. Another, another, then another word I wanted to tell you, don't make any little plans. Let me say it again. Don't make any little plans. Make big plans. Somebody say big plans. Tell your neighbor. Make no little plans here. Come on, tell another neighbor, make no little plans here. Come on, tell somebody else, make no little plans here. Why? See, if you're flourishing-minded, if you're flourishing-minded, you can't think small. Let me say it again. If you're flourishing-minded, you can't think small. But you have to write them down. But you have to what? Write them down. Because if you don't write them down, that means you're not really serious. And they won't come to pass. Let me say it again. If you don't write them down, that means you're not really serious about your vision or the plans. And they will not come to pass. What did Habakkuk 2, 2 say? Write the vision and do what? Make a plan upon table that he may what? Run that what? Rid of it. If you just keep it in your head with all the other junk, it's going to get lost in the shuffle. Let me say it again. If you just keep it in your head with all the other junk, it's going to get what? Lost in the shuffle. That's why if you're really serious, you will write your plans down. Come on, say amen, somebody, so that you can run with the plan. See, when you write it down, what you're doing, you're showing God that you truly believe it. And I challenge you tonight to go home. And pray and think big, write the vision, and keep it in front of you this year. Let me say it again. I'm challenging you tonight to go home. Do what? Pray. And think what? Big. Write it down. And keep it before your face all year long. It will come to pass. Turn neighbor, it will come to pass. Turn to Psalms 92, 12. the faithful shall flourish. And it shall be like days of heaven on earth. Come on, that should resonate with somebody in here. Psalms 92, 12. You know, some of you kind of remember this in a previous series, series where it says, The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree, and he shall grow like the cedars in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall what? Flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth what? Fruit and what? Old age. They shall be fat and what? Flourishing. To show that the Lord is what? Upright. He is my rock 
and there is no unrighteousness in him. It says they shall bring forth fruit in their what? Old age, and they shall be fat. We're not talking about how you eating. We're talking about prosperous and flourishing. They shall be fat and what? Flourishing in verse 14. Should be fat and what? Flourishing. Should be fat and what? Flourishing. The Amplified Bible reads it this way. The uncompromisingly righteous shall flourish like the palm tree, be long-lived, stately, upright, useful in what? Fruitful. They shall grow like this, a cedar in Lebanon, majestic, stable, durable, and what? Incorruptible. Planted in the house of the Lord, they shall what? Flourish in the courts of our God, growing in what? Grace, verse 14, they shall still bring forth what? Fruit in old age. They shall be what? Full of sap of spiritual vitality. Somebody say, that's me. And rich in the verdue of trust, love, and contentment, they are living memorials to show that the Lord is upright and faithful to his promise. He is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. Say, I'm a living memorial to the faithfulness of God. Come on, say, I am. A living memorial to the faithfulness of God. Come on, say it again. Say, I am a living memorial to the faithfulness of my God. Now, Adam Clark's commentary on verse 13, if you can put 13 back on the screen. It says in verse 13, Planted in the house of the Lord, they shall what? Flourish in the courts of our God. Adam Clark's commentary in verse 13 says, As trees flourish in their respective soils and climates, so shall the righteous in the ordinances of God. Let me say it again. As trees flourish in their respective soils, and climates, so shall the righteousness in the ordinance of God. See, there are people who are not planted in the right soil. Let me say it again. There are people who are not planted in the what? Right soil. They are not planted in the right environment or climate, and that's the reason they are not flourishing. Noah says they are what? Planet. In the what? House of the Lord. They are what? Planet. That means when you're planted, that means your roots run deep. They do what? They run deep. And there are a lot of people who once were word of faith folk. They were in the word of faith teaching. Come on, say amen, somebody. Who are now running around trying to find a new message. Well, I'm preaching good in there. And see, over a period of time, they come to conclusion that that's not working. See, I don't know about you, but I got planted in the word of faith in 1989. So it's been 28 years. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not looking for some other message because why? This one has always worked for me. And I've been flourishing ever since I got a hold of it. And the Bible says even as I get older, I'm going to flourish even more. Stop looking for some other message or some other place and stay where God planted you. Why? Because that is a prerequisite 
for flourishing. And it's sad that most churches' original members are not there. Why? Because the body of Christ is always constantly shifting and searching for a new message or the perfect church. Now realizing the minute you walk through that door, it ain't perfect no more. Come on, say amen, somebody. But think about all the people that even come through that front door. All the churches we've been through, the cinema one, you know, the Joel Winters building. Come on, say amen, somebody. They came in the front door and went out the back door. If all the people that came through the front door stayed, we wouldn't have a building big enough to hold them all. But where are they? Because it seems like, guess what? It's not working for them. So they wander. They wander away trying to find something else. Come on, say amen, somebody. And it's never going to work for them if they don't get planted. They They don't get what? Planted and rooted. Preachers do the same thing. Trying to find a new message. See, I don't know about you. I'm staying with Paul's message. He said, the word of faith in which we preach. <laughs> he said, what? The word of faith in which we what? Preach. That message has always worked for me, folks. That faith message has always got me healed. It's gotten me delivered. It has prospered me. It has blessed me over the years. It has kept me strong in the faith. Come on, say amen, somebody. It works, and it will continue to work. I'm staying on the faith message. Are you listening to me out there? See, the definition of soil is it's a geographical area. The definition of soil is a geographical area. And there's a lot of things that won't grow in certain soils. Have you ever found that out? Come on, say amen. See, my wife and I, we're not going anywhere because why? We were planted here. We were what? We were planted here. And if we can get into our people to stay where you planted, a whole lot, of, a whole lot more of them would be flourishing instead of always struggling. I don't know about you, I was in the military. In the military, when they give you this thick package of orders telling you where you're going to go, you don't look at them orders and say, I don't want to go there. <laughs> I don't see any military people in here. <laughs> you don't sit there and say, oh, I don't want to go there. And then... Go get me some more orders. You don't do that. No. You, wherever them, whatever the whatever orders tell you you're going, you stay there until you get some new orders. Whether you like it or not, that's where they planted you. You can complain all you want. You can gripe all you want. And if you gripe enough, they give you an article 15 and take your money. And if you decide to leave on your own, <laughs> you are considered AWOL. And we may see you in Leavenworth Prison. <laughs> oh, I'm preaching good in here. So you don't just get up and leave. In the same way in the kingdom of God, you don't just get up and leave where God plants you. But if you stay where God plants you, that's where you will succeed and that's where you will flourish. Say amen, somebody. Turn to Isaiah 119. Isaiah 119. He says, if you what? Be willing and what? Be willing and what? 
You shall what? Eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall what? Be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has what? Spoken it. Is that plain enough? Look at Psalms 5.12. So it says, if I'm willing and obedient to stay where I'm planted, I shall eat the good of the land. That means I'm going to flourish. That means I'm going to succeed. Come on, say amen, somebody. But look at Psalms 5.12. It says, for thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. Any righteous people in this room? He'll bless them with what? Favor with thou what? Compass him with a what? Shield. See, righteous people are not just righteous because of what Jesus did on Calvary. Righteous people are righteous because why? They have a righteous mentality. Somebody say righteous mentality. What are they? They are are obedient to God. They're what? Obedient to God. Turn to Psalm 72.1. They're what? Obedient to God. Psalm 72.1, this is what you should be praying over Donald Trump and Vice President Pence instead of joining the bandwagon of the critics and media. Because this scripture right here is going to tell you how, tied you how they are tied to your prosperity. Look what it says in Psalm 72, 1. Is this Bible? It says, Give the king thy judgments, O God, and thy righteousness unto the what? The king's son. He shall judge thy people with what? Righteousness, and thy poor with what? Judgment. The mountains shall bring peace to the people, and the little hills by righteousness. He shall judge the poor of the people. That's what you're praying over him. He shall save the children of the needy and shall break in pieces the what? The oppressor. They shall, they shall fear thee as long as the sun and the moon endure throughout all generations. He shall come down like rain upon the mown grass as showers that water the earth. But look at what verse 7 says. In his days... In his days, what? Shall the righteous, any righteous people in this room? In his days shall the what? Righteous flourish and an abundance of peace so long as the moon endureth. Let me need that from the New Living Translation, verse 7. New Living Translation reads, May all the godly flourish during his reign. May there be what? Abundant what? Prosperity until the moon is no more. That is the time we're living in, folks. Come on. The godly are going to flourish this year. We're talking about abundant prosperity. We're talking about abundant prosperity. Come on. This is the word of the Lord. Verse 8. He shall have dominion also from sea to sea and from the river unto the ends of the earth that they, what, dwell in the wilderness shall bow before him and his enemies <laughs> shall lick the dust. Is that scripture or what? Come on, somebody need to give the Lord a shout out that. Look at Proverbs eleven twenty eight. Well, we're about to flourish, folks. So the godly shall flourish during his reign. And I'm telling you, this is our time to flourish. I'm talking about abundant prosperity. And you're going to really see what I'm talking about when I get to the end of this message. Because there's another prophecy that he gave. I'm going to get ahead of myself. Proverbs 11, 28. <laughs> it says, he that what? Trusts in his riches shall fall. But the righteous shall what? The righteous shall what? Like a what? As a, as a branch. Somebody say, I'm righteous. And it's time for me to flourish. 
Come on, it's time for me to flourish. Come on, it is time for me to flourish. My days of lack are over. Here's another word from Jerry Savelle. Received December the 31st. Old Year's Night. He received this while watching Kenneth Copeland preaching on Old Year's Night. This past December 31st. This is the prophetic word he received. And I want you, as you listen to it, receive it in your heart. You hear me? He said, the Lord told him, there is a level of prosperity that you have never known nor even have hoped for. But I'm empowering all those that dare to believe that it is available, and I will show them how to tap into it. And it will begin to manifest in their lives in this coming new year, saith the Lord. He said, I will take them to a higher level of prosperity and success, which they didn't even think was possible. For this is the time for my faithful ones to flourish and to strive and to excel in every area of their lives. It will indeed be a year unlike any other you have ever known. For special and unusual and extraordinary blessings are being released right now. And will continue to be released throughout 2017. And it will be glorious in your sight. Stay in faith, saith the Lord, for these are the days that you will have long. Stay in faith, saith the Lord, for these are the days that you have longed for. Determine that giving up is unacceptable. And don't even give it another thought. For I'm honoring your patience. I'm honoring your steadfastness. I'm honoring your unwavering stand on my word. And remember, I have declared that the faithful shall abound in my blessing. And the time has come for you to experience this in its fullness. Rest assured, I am faithful to bring this to pass. So rejoice. And again I say rejoice. Somebody need to do some rejoicing in here. Somebody need to do some rejoicing in here. Come on. Somebody need to do some rejoicing in here. Oh, my, 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 mother. But I want you to really get it, so I'm going to read it again. Close your eyes as you receive it. Once again, come on, you got to take this as, this is my year, folks. Let's lift your hands and give God praise. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you glory. Father, we give you honor. We receive this word, Father God. We receive this word, Father God. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Come on, there's an anointing in here to receive that word. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Come on, that word is for you. Come on, you are the faithful. Come on. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We glorify you, Lord. We magnify you, Lord. Once again, there is a level of prosperity that you have never known nor even have hoped for, but I'm empowering all those that dare believe that it is available, and I will show them how to tap into it and will begin to manifest 
And it will begin to manifest in their lives in this coming new year, saith the Lord. He said, I will take them to a higher level of prosperity and success, which they didn't even think was possible. For this is the time for my faithful ones to flourish and to strive and to excel in every area of their lives. It will indeed be a year unlike any other you've ever known. For special and unusual and extraordinary blessings are being released right now. And will continue to be released throughout 2017. And it will be glorious in your sight. Stay in faith, saith the Lord, for these are the days that you have longed for. Determine that giving up is unacceptable and don't even give it another thought. For I am honoring your patience. I am honoring your steadfastness. I'm honoring your unwavering stand on my word. And remember, I have declared that the faithful shall abound in my blessings. And the time has come for you to experience this in its fullness. Rest assured, I am faithful to bring this to pass. So once again, he said, rejoice. And again, I say, Rejoice. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you glory. Father, we give you honor. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, O oh Lord. We give you glory, Lord. We give you honor, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. Hallelujah. We rejoice in you, O oh Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, O Lord. Glory to your name, O Lord. Glory to your name, O Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, say, this is my year. Oh, ha, 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 as we close, go to Isaiah 66, 14. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. God's been preparing us for this. Glory to your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now, we know Isaiah 66 referring to the deliverance of Israel. But we're spiritual Israel. And we've been in bondage too long. We've been in bondage too long. We've been in bondage too long. And he says, you know, after they see them coming, he says, when you see this, your heart shall rejoice. And your bones shall flourish like an herb. The hand of the Lord shall be known towards his servants and his indignation towards his enemies. But let me read it from the New Living Translations. The New Living Translation, it says, When you see these things, your heart will rejoice, and you will flourish like the grass. Everyone. Everyone. Oh, you hear what I'm saying? Everyone will see the Lord's hand of blessing on his servants and his anger against his enemies. They're going to see the Lord's hand of blessing upon your life. They're going to know that you're blessed. Hallelujah. 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 
So lift your hand and say, thank you, Lord. Come on, say, thank you that I believe that I receive it. I thank you, I believe that I receive it. I thank you, I believe that I receive it. Come on, everyone will see the Lord's hand of blessing upon your life. They will not be able to deny that you are blessed coming in. You're blessed going out. You're the head and not the tail and above and not beneath. Come on, they won't be able to deny that everything you set your hands onto is blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Lord. Say, I'm blessed. Come on, lift your hands before the Lord. Oh, we believe we receive it, Lord. We believe we receive it, Lord. Because I'm telling you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, you better hold on to this. You got to keep this before your face. You better go home and start writing out your list. Come on, start making big plans. Start making big plans. Don't be thinking small up here. I don't want no small thinking people up in this room. Somebody say big plans. Come on, say big plans. Oh, shake Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We believe we receive it. Hallelujah. Come on, you're about to flourish like you've never done before. Come on, you're about to flourish. It's going to be like heaven on earth. Hallelujah, like heaven on earth. An outpouring of his blessings upon your life in every area of your life. Oh, we give you praise, Lord. <laughs> Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name, O oh Lord. Oh, we give you praise, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. I'm telling you, your co-workers are going. Their co-workers are going to see it. Shake <laughs> mama. You walk down the street, they're going to see the blessed hands, blend the hand of blessing upon your life. Hallelujah. Come on, your presence may even part the Red Sea. Come on, say amen, somebody. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, O Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, this ain't no little cute message. This is a prophetic word from God. If you keep it before your face, it's going to come to pass. And you'll finish this year, 2017, and you'll look back on this year and you'll say, Hallelujah. 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 But you got to write down the vision and make it plain. Write out your plans, folks. That's when God knows you're serious about what he's placing on the inside of you. Come on, say amen, somebody. Write it out. Make no little plans. Make no little plans. Some of y'all ain't saying it. Make no little plans. Come on out the bundles of the heart, the mouth speak. Make no little plans. God's a big God. Whatever vision he gives you, he's going to make sure you had the provision to fulfill it. Come on, say amen, somebody. So make no 
little plans. Somebody say big plans. Hallelujah. That's why you go home and pray. I don't care how big it sounds. When God starts throwing it out, write it down. It may say, wow, that's a little out there, God. Write it down. It may be out there for your little thinking. But with God, nothing is impossible. To those who... That's why I want you to write it down. So the more you look at it, the more you start believing it. The more you start believing it. The more you start believing it. The more you start seeing how real this thing really is. And more you start seeing it happen over here and happen over there. And things start coming to pass over there and over here and everywhere. Next thing you know, it's like a flood coming. It's like blessings upon blessings upon blessings upon blessing upon blessing upon blessing upon blessings upon blessing. You're not going to say, God, stop. You're just going to say, oh, Lord. (laughs) This is that season, folks. God's pouring out. God's pouring out. Glory to God. I got a text this morning where a young lady said after she heard the sermon Sunday, she said they, somebody gave her a brand new car. And she, didn't, she don't have not one car note. And she got a brand new job. God is moving, folks. He's pouring out. Come on, he's pouring out. But you got to be ready to receive it. Come on, lift your hands and say, Father, I'm ready to receive it. Oh, we give you glory, Lord. We give you honor, Lord. We give you praise, O oh Lord. For you are worthy, you are worthy to receive. We, we believe we receive it right now, Lord. Outpouring from heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> we shall flourish like we've never done before. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, say 2017. The faithful shall flourish, and it shall be like days of heaven on earth. Come on, say it again. 2017, the faithful, that's me, shall flourish, and it shall be like days of heaven on earth. Come on, one more time. The faithful in 2017 shall flourish, and it shall be like days of heaven on earth. I got it. Hallelujah. Father, we thank and we praise you. Ha ha, shake.